You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go! Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem-free philosophy. Happy Hump Day, everybody. Welcome back to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. I'm joined here by Vicky. Vicky, say hello. What up? Happy Hump Day. Happy Hump Day to you. Well, thank you. May the humps be with you. I hope the hump day is long so that um, we make it uh, through... Um I don't know. I don't want our break to go any faster than it already is. Me too. I see that you stopped by McDonald's on the way over here. Go <laughs> ahead and eat up. Don't worry about it. We are back at school during our break. Your your microphone's going limp. That's okay. Just hold it in your hand. Just hold it there right next to your face the whole time. Uh, okay, our custodian no is rocking it out in the hallway right now. Just some. Um, so if you hear any KC95. Rock, yeah, rock music. So if you hear some of that stuff in the background, we do apologize. I'm going to let him work. He's in, he's in the zone. He's working hard to clean our room. So so good for him. Thanks, Ed. We really do appreciate it. Also, I want to give a big shout out to all of our fans that went ahead and wished me a very happy birthday on the 24th. It was my birthday. Unfortunately, I was diagnosed with strep throat, and I had, <laughs> had a nasty infection in the back of my throat. Once the urgent care and the doctor there was like, oh, my gosh, can't believe you're not in the hospital because it is just engulfed your your what's it called your your uvula is that what it's called vixter your uvula or yes. you you uvula uvula oh you mm-hmm. whatever can't even say that so, hanging ball thing right the little thing that hangs in the back of your throat i am feeling much better let's uh oh and we gotta we gotta thank our sponsors before we start sorry about that we backtrack i just do want to thank virtualmickey.com if you've ever been wondering throughout the park you're like man i wish they had an app for that our yeah, buddy does. joe does so go ahead and check them out virtualmickey.com and don't forget to check out our friends over at walt express if you want the latest dish of news surrounding the parks and everything that goes along with disney and vacations go ahead and check them out walt express.com before you get started, I do want to do a couple thank yous to some listeners. And uh, one of the couples is Heidi and Rob. I don't know if you saw this yet, but I was pretty Heidi, Heidi, about like it. the Heidi I know, the Heidi yes, that came Heidi. on and I lost her show. Yes, that's her. They are not doing a Disney trip for spring break, which is weird for them, but they're doing Route 66. Where cars. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, you told me about this. Okay, so they sent us pictures and gave me permission to throw them up. So if you've not been on the Facebook page, check it out because it's pretty cool. They went to this restaurant in Shroud, Oklahoma called the Rock Cafe. That is where John Lasseter and some of the Disney Imagineers went to research for cars. Off 
of Highway 66. Correct. Uh, there is a poster of cars, and she took pictures of everything so that I could throw it up there for you guys. And John Lasseter signed one of the posters. Oh, neat. So that was cool. And then they went to Arizona after that. That's what they're doing. They're going down to Sedona. Are they actually there now? And they stopped at a restaurant. I did not catch the name, and I apologize for that. So they can always tell me, and I can... Some greasy spoon diner off Route 66. Probably, but it was a bunch of tents with arched doorways, and that is where Cozy well, Collins yeah. was inspired. Right, inspired by... Well, are they the uh, teepees? Those are teepees, yes. Okay, right. And that was the inspiration for Cozy Cones it, Did, at Art of Animation, which is In the movie favorite. Nash Lampoon's Vacation, didn't they stop at that area and rest where they they stopped the, for well, the they night? they didn't and, have teepees. They just oh, had, had Oh, they just had tents. Okay. Yes. And then they also had a sign of a rabbit, and it's also in the Cars movie. So just some cool stuff with that. Also, I'm obviously not on a Disney trip, but I went to visit my daughter this weekend in Kirksville, Missouri, and we went to a little hole in the wall called Rosie's Northtown Cafe, and they had Mickey and Minnie up. So I also threw those pictures up there because I was like, look, even Rosie loves Disney. They had a Easter Mickey and Minnie and then the room that we were sat in to eat also had Mickey and Minnie sitting by us. And then I think Nick knows this, but one of the couples that we helped book their trip for spring break, it was one of those last minute ones we were talking to you about, about how we were trying to get reservations. Stephanie. Left out. Yes, Stephanie. Right. And for the record, you know, we had an email come in that uh, one of our listeners was like, hey man, if I was a client of yours, I wouldn't want my first name mentioned on, on the show. But you know what? With every individual or client that we do book a Disney vacation for, we definitely ask every single time, you know, hey, can we use your name and your family's name on our podcast? And, and furthermore, would you like to come back on the show? And so they've all said yes. So don't you worry, listener. Uh, we do get permission from right. all of our clients. I even got permission to put the pictures on our pages. There you go. Because I want, just wanted to make sure nobody was going to be upset. And she's like, no, you guys helped us with the magic. So. We wouldn't do that. You know, right. we just wouldn't mention someone's name without permission. Right. So anyway, she posted some cool pictures and she let me put them up on our page. So if you get a second to look on Facebook, super cute. They have a little girl that's about to turn two, Lucy. She was adorbs. Really, I know they were really doubting. Should they do this trip? Because she is so young. And she said, there's no doubt in her mind now. So just check out those pictures because the smile on her face will make you smile. And if you're in Missouri, you need some smiles from they all this really, rain. Oh my gosh, this weather's been awful. I like the picture of Lucy where she's standing in front of Minnie Mouse with her arms like yes. she's cur- doing a curtsy yes. or whatever. It kind of looks like she's doing so that. So cute. It is adorable. And we love that. So if you ever book a trip with us, we'd love to show your pictures too. We we love watching. I know you guys probably think we are crazy. Well, we are, but that's beside the point. We do love to see other people's trips because it makes us happy to know that you're happy. It really does. I know. I think some that's, people are that's like, our colors training. make you happy? You know, our colors training with different temperament styles. True. You know, our different colors are for different characteristics and temperament right. styles. It was a temperament awareness tool. I was a blue. You were a blue, right? right. And we have blue, oranges, greens, and golds, right? Right. Uh, your oranges are your risk takers. The golds are your process-oriented people. And, your you know, your greens are your your leaders and things like that. But your blues are the hippie tree huggers. And yes. that that is us, right? There are right. There's not enough the trees out there to, to hug. So yeah. I'm glad they're having a great time, you know? I know. It's so fun. And uh, also one of our secretaries is there. So we're going to be doing a trip report with her when she gets back. So A lot of trip reports coming up, man. I know. A there's lot. so many people there right now. So I'm super excited about that. I'll let you kick it off. Okay. So I just want to give a big shout out real quick to the James and Lee. Both of you guys have been emailing our show and texting in uh, a lot in the past couple weeks and um, bringing us some interesting material, some news articles, and just personal stories of the parks and where you live and things like that. I just want to say thank you so much. Keep it coming. Uh, Andrew, where you been, dude? (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm just joking. I kid, I kid. Anyway, so yeah, I'll go ahead and kick us off. I want to start off with some rumors. Is that going to be okay, Dexter? Yep. Sure. Let me I don't turn have my. A lot of rumors. I have a lot of stories. Well, let me turn the volume on my phone down. I think it just went off, and if you heard it in the background, it's the the chime when you walk into the parks with your magic band. Uh, so this is according to the Ryan Tease from the Disboards. Okay, so if you go WWD info, you can go ahead and see it. I'm going to give you some rumors that have popped up around the park the past month, and I'm starting out in the Magic Kingdom and Tomorrowland. You know, we've all been seeing that the land is clearing. You've seen this, Vixter, as well, and probably some of our listeners. Uh, it's well underway for the new Tron roller coaster. Do you think that's in the right spot, by the way? I My my personal opinion, I think, it sh- I think it's better for, like, Disney Hollywood Studios. Magic Kingdom, to me, is more of uh, nostalgia and old Walt, and that's what I love about it. I really don't feel that ride should be coming to the Magic Kingdom. I personally feel it'd do better, like, at, like I said, Disney Hollywood Studios. Your thoughts? I would think Epcot, actually. We're, oh, futuristic. You know what? That's a great idea. But, I mean, right next to the where they want to put it. Right next to the Wally ride, I wish they'd have. Yes. They could totally change uh, Living with the Land with some type of Wally attraction. This is true. But then we would miss Living in the Land. But no, keep it all. Oh, But add to it so and make it bigger and better. Oh, yeah, ago. right. It could be space. Like, you're going through space. I don't know. No, with I, the, I'm talking about that blank area that you were talking about. Right, right, right on the stage where they're talking about the farming thing. and everything. Like, Wally says you need to uh, recycle, reuse, and... So, Tron Roller Coaster, they're, they're paving the way and clearing the land for that up in Tomorrowland, the Magic Kingdom. No other changes have been confirmed except for they're still updating Tomorrowland Speedway, the Carousel Progress, Stitch's Great Escape, and the People Mover is expected, or are expected. Did you catch that on the People Mover? Did we talk about that one already? I know that's one ride that you and Brad really like a lot. You did not talk about the changes in People Mover. I had some changes about the paint colors I was going to talk about a little bit, but Oh, the paint ahead. colors? Okay. No, no, no. I was just saying, yeah, they're going to be repainted, by the way. Um, oh, is that what you're talking about? With yeah, Mover? yeah, yeah. The purple wall near the entrance is being repainted. We've already talked about that. Uh, right. We did talk about it, but they released the colors that they're going to do, which are uh, more blue and white. And they said that goes along better with the Tron coaster idea, which... I agree on that one. Blue and white? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't know why in my mind I'm seeing red for Tron. Well, they the bad guys were red. Oh, okay. That's why my mind's saying that. Okay. Uh, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin is also going to be getting a new paint job as well. And this is all due, in fact, uh, doing part of the hurricane that came through, you know, a year ago. Um, Cosmic Rays is expanding as well, so we should see some expansion on that. Over at Epcot, movement has been made on uh, the next nighttime spectacular for Epcot. According to the both sources here at WDW and WDW Magic, Disney is working on the next show right now that's going to uh, debut in two years. The team is working on the show. It is not the same team that worked on Happily Ever After, All right, which is an outstanding show, by yes, the way. I didn't give it enough credit when I saw the previews, but I after know. I saw it and it it's was all... change. Right, change. You're absolutely right. That, and that's it. That's what keeps people from moving forward right. is being stuck. Yes. But Walt did say it's ever it's going to ever be changing, right? Correct. Um, the new show is expected to showcase uh, their drone technology, which I've been talking about. Right. And the fountain technology that I said Disney really needs to tap into this. They did it a few years back at Disney Springs during Christmas. Why can't they do this again? Because it was simply amazing. I don't right. know if it costs too much money or what, but it can't cost more than their fireworks show, you wouldn't think. So they're going to get rid of illumination. I'm just clarifying. They're going to so get no, rid no, of So no, no, no. This is all rumor. This is all rumor. Right oh, now, I'm right. still talking about rumors. Okay, um, sorry. But, you know, confirmed, hint, hint, wink, wink, rumors. A lot rumors. of times, right, rumors exactly. come to fruition. The Wonders of Life building continues to be a hot topic, by the way, for us Disney nerds and uh, the Diz community. We don't really know what are the long-term plans are for this building, building, but extensive roof refurbishing is being done right now, and a job posting uh, listing, Wonders of Life, was posted this month by Disney, Vicky. Wonders of it's, Life was? Yeah, it's at, they're asking for interior designers that could potentially create attractions and dining for the venue. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so again, 
these are rumors, but <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, that's how it always is. We can get to, okay, Mary Poppins is uh, still to be coming to the United Kingdom in the World Shoot Showcase, with construction likely beginning by September 2018. This would have it opening around 2020, people. Just giving you a heads up. It would be, it'd be like a, a dark ride, similar to the style of Alice in Wonderland and Disneyland's Fantasyland, by the way. Oh, okay. Hollywood Studios, moving on over there. There's not really much coming out of there, just besides, you know, Star Wars Galaxy Edge, working on both attractions out there. Now nah, they're just talking, the sources are talking about definitely higher than, uh, uh, they think that Galaxy Edge is going to be a higher in demand than Flight of Passage. Go figure, right? Let's see here. Nope. Born, born, born. Let's move over to Animal Kingdom. Uh, nothing. Uh, Disney has filed exploratory permits for the River Country site at Fort Wilderness Lodge or at Fort Wilderness. Again, this is source is coming from WW or WDW Magic. So what I'm trying to say is they're planning on building another resort within Fort Wilderness. But within Fort Wilderness, yes. Uh, someday, someday. So we don't know if this is going to be exclusive to DVC members. That is the rumor kind of right now. We don't know. But the land that they're looking at building at has been vacant since the early 2000s uh, when that water park was closed, by the way. So they're thinking about putting that up. Disney has finally announced, talking about California Adventure. We're talking about the long-awaited Marvel land that's coming to California Adventure. It's expected to open in 2020. It's going to open in phases. So just enough to tease you out there. Kind of like Cal- Fantasyland. Right. Tease you out there in California. The land will take over Bugs Land and the backstage parking areas. Spider-Man and the Avengers will have attractions within the land. Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Mission Breakout will be an anchor of the new land. It is expected uh, one of those new attractions will be a coaster, but uh, no other further rumors have come out, but I'm sure some will will surface though, Vixter, um, once it gets closer to 2020. So, Ali has sent us a numerous articles. Some of them we have touched on, but some of them we haven't, so I thought that I would go ahead and throw them out. One of them is, Frozen opened up on Broadway this week. Did you see that? I did. And uh, they, I actually saw on the Today Show that they had wrote 12 additional songs to uh, for the Broadway musical itself. Twel- and, up to 12? Yeah, they wrote 12 more songs for uh, the Broadway version. I am not going to read everything. Including the ones they already have. Correct. Wow. I know, that's what Kaylee said. They needed 12 This more? is a Frozen musical. Yes, like, correct. Like, hence it's Broadway. Broadway. Yes. Right. Although, there's a lot of stuff on Broadway that doesn't have music, but regardless, they may need to rethink, or they may need to cut some songs, or they need to do something, because the article that Lee sent me, the Post, the New York Post, I just kept, there's like 14 papers on there or something. What do they say? All of the articles are bad. Like, oh, the review, dull. the review of the show? The review of the show. It's dull. Almost fell asleep. I mean, just... Really? Yeah. And so... Is it because people are just frozen out? No. A lot of what it said was what I expected. Well, when you go see Beauty and the Beast on Broadway or you go see Lion King on Broadway, it's very similar to the movie. Yes? Um, sort of. It is. The, the, the plot in itself is. But the individual stories can be different. Y- y- am I making sense? Yeah. Okay. I guess they didn't make it enough different. Or the characteristics of the characters could be completely different, but the plot in itself may still the same. Well, that's part of the things a couple of the reviewers said, that it was just boring. Like, they knew what was going to happen before it was going to happen. But and to me, that you, it's kind of going to be like that. Aladdin's like that. I mean, I don't know. I've not seen any Disney shows on Broadway. Personally, I know Friends that have, but I think you go in there knowing and part of the fun of it is that you know the songs are, some of the songs anyway and you can sing along with the cast as they're doing them. I don't know. I like it when they change it up every now and then. You know the director might change it up. The Muni here in St. Louis. Right. Um, I used to go a lot uh, more than I do now, but one of my favorites is Joseph and the Techno Color Dreamcoat. Right. Right. I love Keely likes that, that show. I, I love that show. So one year it was changed though. They decided to, they decided to modernize it within St. Louis City. Okay. And so 
you know, the characters were, the various characters were wearing, like, Cardinals jerseys and Blues oh. jerseys and sitting in the back of pickup trucks drinking beer, like, with their dad hanging out, the brothers hanging out, you know, working on the farm type of bit. Wow, they I, really modernized Right, I could not stand it. So when you go that far left, I really don't like that. I would rather want more of a traditional, you can go left, but be kind of center left, you know, and keep the storyline. The right. storyline was kept the same, but all the characters were completely different. I think Joseph was Joe, you know, like, they just changed it to Joe, and, uh, uh, it was very modernized, not what I was expecting. And a lot of people around me had no idea that's what they were going to see when we went that night. So uh, it, it was weird. So I imagine I do like it when the shows are changed up a little bit, just to not that extreme. Right. No. And maybe it was changed up just enough to where they didn't like it? or Well, they did add the 12 songs, and I'm wondering if it was too much or if they just rework it a little bit. You know, because uh, like this weekend. You, you have to. It's been out forever, and, you know, Dizzy's milking it. Well, they are. They are, but there's still people going. But remember the last couple weeks, we've had The Wizard of Oz locally in one of our theaters, and I went to see it the first weekend, and then when I went back to see it last week, it was different. I mean, this past weekend, it was different. And because they sit there and they work out all the kinks, it's the same way on Broadway. So hopefully they can work it out, and the the New York Post and some of the Times and all those papers that came in pretty much trashed. I mean, that's why I don't feel like comfortable reading it, because I didn't see it, and I don't know. I don't want to just... Right. To say that it did well the first weekend would, would be a stretch. So another thing that he talked about, or Lee sent me, was that Disneyland Resort is on high school students for positive community outreach. They named 86 Orange County students streamers and doers by their schools and earned them a ticket to Disneyland and a $1,000 grant for their school. So their school gets $1,000 too. Then they picked five students. They were surprised with something called a luminary and that gave them a chance to stay a Disneyland stay at their resort with their families and they were given the opportunity to give $3,000 to any nonprofit organization of their choice. I would have created my own. <laughs> you would have created your own? Within like a week. And had my boy. Had my own board members real fast, voted them in, and then said, hey, I want to donate them to this non-for-profit. But I thought that was pretty cool. Just recognizing kids for doing well, because we do have so much being recognized, not good stuff in the news, to see something that's good for kids and give kids an incentive to want to do good rather than... No, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate Disney for that. So thank you, Disney, for that. Uh, I think we talked about this, but he wanted me to let everybody know that Splitsville is now open at downtown Disney in California. I thought we mentioned it, but we talk about Splitsville in Disney World. Lot, we talk so about it. Yeah, Disney I World just want to make sure that I did put it out there. So thanks, Lee, for that. Another thing is the Forever Fireworks um, Flying Up House is confirmed. They're going to have a Flying Up House in the Firework, uh, the Forever Fireworks. I guess it's at Pixar Pier. I'm trying to read really quickly at the Pixar Fest. Projected? I believe so. It okay. begins on April 13th and runs through September the 3rd. So if you're going to be at Disneyland, check that out because it looks pretty cool. Hey, look at that, man. Anything else? Uh, just the grad nights coming up, which they have that at Disney World and Disneyland. They have a grad work and they're thinking about making a film. Get ready for summer with a new retro Disney collection. There's a new retro Disney collection from Universe. This is all from Lee? This is all from Lee. Wow, man, we need to give him his own segment. Like <laughs> Mouse News Minute or something with, with Lee. I know from, I had to from go Cali. I had to pull it on my computer. Start a little California love, bleeds in background music, and here's Lee. See there, Lee? You're, you're getting a spot, dude. <laughs> so some of the retro stuff that is being recognized has Lilo and Stitch, Peter Pan, Moana. I don't call Moana retro. Retro, excuse me. And Mickey Mouse vintage style dresses and separates. They're going to be made with those patterns. Uh, this has nothing to do with what Lee said, but I just want to tell you, I saw a baby this weekend. His mom made him a Toy Story shirt. Stinking cute. And she still has not responded to anybody on there because everybody He's asking, where'd you get the fabric? Because it was so cute. They were really? Like, well, it's 
the Toy Story characters, right? They look like baby, you know, like um, no, no, I understand. You know, I baby yeah, puppets. Yeah, yeah. It was like Baby Woody, That's and Baby awesome. Bo Peep, and it's super cute. Anyway, you can find the collection for this new Disney stuff at Hot Topic, and they even have sizes in That's, plus. Hot Topic always has the cool stuff like that. I always feel weird. I always feel shady going in that store because I want, or not shady, but awkward. You walk in that store, and they can tell right off the bat you don't belong here. It's like walking into a saloon. You're over twenty. Well, it's like walking into a saloon, and you can just tell like we don't serve your kind around here. <laughs> You're gonna order a Mountain Dew. They're like, you don't belong here. Right. You walk in there, and you know everyone's got their you know, ten ear rings going up their ears and spiked hair. <laughs> you should on the order side a sarsaparilla and, and see if they so, have uh, it. Anywho, um, anything else from? Yeah. Gee, this is oh wow, wow. Sorry, hey, Lee's this is been great. busy. So Toy Thank Story you, Midway Mania at Disney California Adventure Park. They're hearing more and more about it. Um, it sounds a little bit like ours, but not exactly. And we don't have our Toy Story land, so I, I can't do that. But it, I didn't realize they didn't have the ride. So Toy Story... Oh, I'll get to it when I when we talk about Toy Story land. Before I mention it, though, would you agree the pictures we saw... I hope there's a separate entrance to Toy Story land because the one entrance that I saw made it look like it totally bottlenecks into that park, right? Yes. Okay, thank you. All right, keep that in the back of your noggin, listeners, when we get into some other news. All right, Lee, keep going. There's a hockey puck ice cream. Um, I was trying to skim to get main things that it talked about. Rex is a fan of games and knows a trick or two that will help you out during the Toy Story Midway Mania. So he'll be giving tips to you as you're riding. And those are things that I don't... I hear his voice on Toy Story Midway Mania and Disney World, but I don't think that he gave me tips. I was trying to think of that. But anyway, they're very excited out in California because they are getting their Toy Story Midway Mania. And I don't know why that I... Because I've never been to Disneyland probably. I didn't realize they already had one. And that's all the news that Lee had for me. Well, thanks, Lee. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it, man. Um, so you were talking about the millennial pink Minnie Mouse ears and spirit jerseys that are coming this April. Not you, but Chrissy was, right? Wasn't she texting you earlier today? She texted and told us to talk about it. To talk it came about out it. This so week. rose gold was so yesterday. Hey, don't say that because Tracy's currently buying my daughter a rose gold spirit so jersey. So what's up with these uh, Minnie Mouse ears and spirit jerseys? Oh, just that they, the millennials apparently have a certain pink that they like, which to me looks a lot like the rose gold. That's Aerosmith's favorite color. Pink? Yeah, have you ever heard that? Find that song for me, uh, Brad, and insert it here. Pink, it's the color of passion. Cause today, it just goes with a fashion. Anyway, coming out in April, they're going to have Millennial Pink Ears and Millennial Pink Spirit Jersey to go with Millennial Pink Magic Band. The Millennials, man. I know. So there's a new there is a new generation out there, Generation Alpha. Which is at right, Collins. At Collins age. All the, all the kiddos we teach. I was doing a lot of reading about Generation Alpha. And what is that? While I was sick. And um, so this generation's more screwed up than the Millennials. Because the entitlement just keeps getting larger. And I'm thinking and about larger. my own child and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like... Growing up on technology and the iPads and the right. high demand for things have to happen now. Now, not right yesterday. Now. Amazon can deliver something within two, two days. days. I ordered popcorn the other day and I got it seriously the next day. We don't have an Amazon plant next to us. Honestly, how does that happen? I don't know. Like, that is crazy sick. But they were talking about Generation Alpha with their iPads and, and the computers and everything. How everything's just on high demand. Like, everything has to be given to them now, now, now. And when they don't get their way, right, like, they, they that's just all what they expect. And so they throw fits and things like that. And 
I'm like thinking of my own kid. I'm like, yeah, that's my kid in a nutshell. You know, I mean, as much as we discipline him, teach him right from wrong, and he is very needy when it comes to having things now. Right. Like very much so. I in well, everything in his life, within everything, like everything has to happen in an instant. Well, I just read an article this weekend that said that we could turn that around as parents. If we limit the amount of time and one guy suggested after 6 p.m. the TV goes off. And if you want to turn it back on after you put your kids to bed, that's great because you're able to monitor yourself and you know what you can take and you don't have that expectation of now. I want it now as family to pick up board games. Um, one family I know was take was doing a cup stacking contest. They just brought a bunch of cups and every night they stack them and see who can do the fastest. They have a couple rounds before they go to bed. And that's cool. It's a little science and engineering. Right. Love that. Well, we actually did that this weekend when we we're at Kaylee, Kaylee's school. Oh, they so told you're, us, just, you're just making this up then, huh? No, no, no. I got this off. I got a story and then I got, I saw somebody that was putting it to use on Facebook this weekend. Well, let's just all move to Fort Wilderness Lodge and not have any of the technology and televisions and all that stuff. And Yeah, they, do they not have TVs in their resort? Oh, they do. Oh, okay. Are you kidding me? No, I was joking though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. We do need to turn Did it around. Did you really just ask that? I know. We do need to turn it around. They gotta have that Disney Channel. The must-dos. Oh. Come on now. All right, we're moving on. Okay. Magic Kingdom guests filing a lawsuit over an alleged rat attack. This is great. I read this article. Ratatouille I jumped up and bit some one. dude on the on the arm. This is great. That's what I'm calling him. Ratatouille. So he's just part of the park. I don't know why this guy's so mad. Well, they uh, said he doesn't have a case. So I would too. Really? So let me read it and you tell me why he doesn't have a okay. case. Okay. So the lawsuit was filed back on March 19th with the Orange County Circuit Court and this person's co- uh, claiming that a rat bit him while uh, he and his wife were visiting the Magic Kingdom. Specifically in Tomorrowland, by the way. The couple are seeking more than $15,000 in compensation from Walt Disney Parks and Resorts. So according to this lawsuit, this guy named, I guess, Gallen uh, Haldeman and his wife, Carol, were exiting Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. Well, there you go. That's a ride that you just want to... That's a ride that I just pass up, by the way. It's a bunch of neon paint and cardboard. So a rat entered the attraction's merchandise area. One guest uh, yelled, rat! So I'm thinking like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and Squirrel, you know? Um, and kicked the, the rat away. Then uh, proceeded to jump onto the wheel of a wheelchair owned by Carol, okay, Haldeman. Um, at this point, it was when the rat bit this person. It's a woman, Carol. Right. Her arm. So at that point, the rat jumped up on the wheel, jumped on the person's arm. Somebody came off and tried to pull the rat right before it bit this person's arm. It bit the person's arm. The rat was twisted like by the neck and then thrown to the ground and a cast member came rushing over telling people not to take pictures. I think that's awesome. Like that was the first words out of this person. No pictures! Well, I don't know if it was the first words out of this person's right. mouth but I think it's just so funny that it is actually reported that the cast member saying no pictures no pictures right no. that goes you know, of course that's with one of the keys with one of the keys being show we right. don't want any bad show so they're not going to want this all over Instagram and Correct. social media and Facebook and stuff so I thought this was super funny so they're claiming that Disney is a, or violating the guest rights to keep the park clean and safe by allowing conditions to get so bad to the point where rats are coming in and right. taking over the parks now and Disneyland they deal with this they and there's been no incidents at all. I and maybe this is just a myth. I can remember when my uh, family lived out in Anaheim. They just recently moved, uh, the last of them, because my dad's side's all from Orange County 
Anaheim area. They have mice that are all over the parks, and apparently they release cats yes. in the evening to take these mice out. But you never see the cats during the day. Right. Is this really true? Yes. Is this... Okay. I just read an article about that this week. Okay. It goes with this, though, I think. So, I... So, any, oh, it does? I believe so. I think that's why those two articles were tied together. So, if really anyone's going to get bitten by a rat, you think it'd be in Anaheim, not Disney World. I, well, here's what the judge it said. Be, you think it'd be like a snake or an alligator The judge said that they... Orlando. That can't be controlled any more than bees or wasps. That Disney can do their best, but that, that is something that just happens no matter what. If there's people, rats are gonna f- are gonna find people or food that they can get to, and so that's why, as far as I know, I don't know if the cat the case is settled. But that was the article that I read. The judge said, you know, first of all, that person shouldn't have kicked the rat. They should have just ran and let the rat be. You know, yeah, the rat got mad, right? And so I understand it wasn't that lady's fault. Yes, but that wasn't Disney's fault either. I mean, Disney does keep it clean. It is immaculate. I mean, wouldn't you be upset if you know you waited like thirty minutes to get on Space Ranger Spin, which is very light, by the way, so maybe like an hour. You get on the ride, the rat's enjoying himself, you know, shooting, <laughs> getting all these mega points, right? I think he's shooting maybe he gets stuck on the ride, he finally gets off, goes through the merchandise area, and the last thing you want is some human kicking you, right? Because you've been walking around Disney all day long. Now you're being the character. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I know what they're saying, too. And you are you know this as well as I do. Rodents are going to find a place to get food. They're not stupid. It's just like the alligators. That's their land. So they were there before us. And Ro- we just need to, you know. Rodents don't bother me. Like, like so oh, I don't love a rodent. rodents don't. So I used to have a pet rat. I had a couple of them when I was a kid. It just didn't bother me. He was very domestic. Right. Like, just trained. Like a dog. Right. Honestly, just like a dog. I could call him from across the house and he'd come over. And very morbid, I know. And like snakes. They don't bother me either. Just gross. Like a lot of, right. Like a lot of people are freaked out by snakes and rats and stuff. It really doesn't freak me out per se, but I can see where it freaks some old woman out in a wheelchair. But you can't sue Disney for something. I mean, you can't keep mice out of your house because if they want to get in or ants want to get in, they're going to get in. What if it was an alligator? Okay. If you live in Florida, that's going to happen. Because an alligator got on Splash Mountain one time. Right. Right. They had to shoo it away with a broom. We're on their property. I mean, they were here before us, honestly. I mean, were they? Now we're going back to Genesis. Were they? Yes. Is that what it says? Yes. Oh, that's right. I guess they were. All right. So let's move on. What do you got for us? So Epcot's United Kingdom Pavilion celebrates Easter this weekend because Easter is this weekend on April Fool's Day. Did you see some of the best April Fool's joke ever? Do you get it? Irony. Okay. You can tell. Explain that because you said it last week and Kaylee and I were like, what are you saying? That's. Oh, like like Jesus saying, you know, like, you know, when Jesus was crucified and everyone thought he was going to be dead. That's not the funny part. Right. When everyone thought he was dead and he's like, no, you know, ha ha, I'm not dead after the third day. Rise, you know, well, he told them he was going to come back. They just right, right, right. So, like, it was an April Fool's joke. Right. Like, here you go. Can't kill me. You know, gotcha. like, I just think it's funny. No, it is. Right. I, but you... Am I going to burn you, in hell for saying this? Until you explained it the other day, I was like, what? You have to think a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to think. Sometimes I, I can I tell. There was some smoke coming day. out of your ears. Well, it was the end of the day, and I had been with 20 children I, The wheels day. were turning, and there wasn't much oil, and it was just like right. hell it was hurting. Okay. So, Mr. and Mrs. Easter Bunny will be hosting their normal relays and their hunts. The hunt is for ages 3 to 9. The relays are for kids 8 to 12. Okay. Well, here's what I'm saying is I also think that they need an addendum in there saying something about special needs. Because sometimes there's special needs people, and in their mind, they still think they're that age and allow them to be a part. What if you have, I see it in Special Olympics all the time, you know, where you have that overpowering individual that just overpowers and True. accidentally knocks everyone down. You no, know? no, I'm not saying let them be with the kids. I'm saying at least offer that for one Inclusion. time. Like, you know how the the mall is now having a time right. for autistic people where the lights are dim and it's nah, not as... I think what the way they're doing it is just fine. No, I'm not saying what it's not. I just think 
for me, I would offer another an option. And I, and I don't think, though, that parents of a child with special needs is thinking that way. Depends on some of the parents. We shared one. We'll talk later. Okay. The egg hunts will take place every 10 minutes from 11 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. And the relay races are 11.40, That conversation got deep. And 3.40. It did. Mr. and Mrs. Easter Bunny will be on hand for a meet and greet and to get pictures from 11.30 to 4. So if you are lucky enough to be at Disney World for Easter, I say go hook yourself up with a relay race at Epcot. Virtual Running Short Series is back for the summer, by the way. Hopefully I didn't just cut you off. The Virtual Running Short Series. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm talking in. about? You no, know, I you do not. Run Disney. You can do it by signing up and running in your own backyard or on your treadmill or in your subdivision, right? As long as you put in the miles, you get the medals, right? Basically what you do is you, you give Disney some money. You register for this race. They send you a box with your medal and your, your, your shirt, you know? So whatever you complete, you check off and say, hey, I completed this 5K. I completed another 5K. And they say send you like the medals that you've already paid for and stuff. So for the return of Run Run Disney Virtual Running Short Series, they're going to be celebrating the Pixar, The Incredibles 2. So that's the theme this year, Vicky and listeners. This year, there are three individual races, each different with their own finisher medal, highlighting characters from everyone's favorite family and the supers. We're talking about The Incredibles. You can even enhance your experience by taking on an Ultimate Incredibles Challenge, which is running all three of the 5K races within the completion time frame to receive the Virtual Running Shorts Series Finisher Medal. So you just go in there and say, hey, I completed it within this time, and you pay for the medals, they ship them to you. Oh, yeah. We talked about this before because you said people could lie. I guess it could, yeah. (laughs) The return to Sleepy Hollow at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort is now available to be booked. Did you know about this? I did not, but talking about the Sleepy Hollow, I was just talking with Steph the other day because she wanted some breakfast ideas. My mind's going everywhere. It's like a squirrel moment right I know. now. Chicken and waffles. She's talking about chicken. That's all I'm going to say is chicken and waffles. Have you had them over there? I have not. You got to have them. Okay, crickets. See, my brain's going everywhere. You said Sleepy Hollow. I think chicken and waffles. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, it includes a group viewing of the 1949 Disney animated classic film, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, inside the resort's historic Tricircle D ranch stables. And during the event, you'll be able to see galloping ghosts and experience an up-close and personal encounter with the Headless Horseman. New for this year is the dessert party that's going to be at 9 o'clock after the movie. Uh, so, if you're viewing the show at 8 p.m. or prior to the movie, you can come back later. to re- And it's Return to Sleepy Hollow. It's available September 28th, 29th, and 30th, October 3rd through the 7th, October 10th through the 14th, 17th through the 21st, 24th through the 31st, from 8 or 1 times at 8, 1 times at 10. I hope you have your pencils out, people. Yeah, I know. They can get online and look it up. The cost of it is $22 per person, which I actually don't think is that bad. And then um, if you want the opportunity to have a picture with the Headless Horseman and a Halloween treat bag, which we know how big your Halloween treat bag was, it's $38 a person. The dessert party is $60. And so you can now go online and reserve that reservation if you're going to be there during those times. Yeah, last year was was awesome. The not-so-scary Halloween and getting all the candy from our boy Timmy out there, one of the cast members, just uh, kept, kept giving me bunch of candy. It was amazing. On Huck Island? Oh, no. Where? Uh, no, Tom Sawyer's Island. Yeah, right. I was like, what are you talking about, girl? I'm thinking Huck Finn. Sorry. Anyway, uh, and then for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas, he was down there by Frontierland uh, by Splash Mountain. Have you, I, I, I got a place where we could move going down to Florida now. You do? Yes, it's just probably going to cost a lot of money. So, okay, you know, great. down on Fifth Street here, we have the apartment complexes with some shopping district in the middle. And, right, oh, yeah, you know what I'm on talking Fifth about. Street, yeah. So, Disney is going to be building their own sort of, what would you call that type of community? Where you have the apartments and the town squares, like shopping district, and you don't, I don't there's know what no, you call that. there would be no need for you to leave because you have everything there, right? Not, yeah. Well, that is how uh, Branson Landing set up, too. What is that? Communism? I have no idea. <laughs> 
what it's called. I'll look it up while you... Anyway, so Flamingo Crossings West. That's what this place is called. It's an apartment that's going to be designed by Disney called Flamingo Crossings Project. It is pretty grand, listeners and Vicky. So it's going to be encompassing not only seven hotels and 237,000 square feet of retail space, but nearly 1,300 apartment units as well. So thanks to the plans filed by the Orange County last Monday, Florida is now going to have an in-depth look at the apartments set to become Flamingo Crossings West. The area will host 1,291 multifamily units built on a swath of property, nine or 93.37 acres large, located south uh, of, I guess, Flagler Avenue and Western Way. Flamingo Crossing West will be uh, comprised of four-story apartment buildings with a maximum height of 60 feet with each apartment. Just give you a heads up. This is pretty neat. I wonder if Disney's going to convert this into like a... Uh, I initially thought when I, when I read this article, are they going to start bringing in the... Uh, college intern people into this apartment complex and start, you know, like we're going to pay you, you know, give you your paycheck but we're going to take it and at the same time so you can live here and force you to live in these uh, Flamingo West Crossings or Flamingo Crossings West, whatever this place is called. That, that, not that uh, I was trying to think of Negative Ned, but that was my right. initial thought. When I when I thought of, when I when I heard housing, Disney is going to be building housing with, with these districts, right, and the shopping center and stuff, I immediately thought college intern program because I don't see any family wanting to move here, right? Like a multi, even though they're multi-family units, I I don't know. I bet there'll still be some people. Maybe in New York, Los did, Angeles did that works, but cost? did not. Did you bring it up? Did you find it? No, I didn't find it. But what it does say, though, is... I'm sure it's expensive because even the apartments down here right. are running like $1,600 a month. But uh, that's what the one on Branson, I, they start at 1400 a month. That's insane. So, that's more than my house. And even the it. places, even even the places uh, that, that are provided there for like restaurants down there, you know, in St. Charles District right. area, they're not necessarily restaurants I would go to for like an everyday restaurant or something. No. It would be like going McDonald's. It'd be like going out restaurant. Right. You know, like having a good time. But you're only gonna do that maybe on the weekends, right? You could always run next door to QT and get you a ticket. You could because that is there. Dog. That is there for listeners that know and what a pizza. quick trip is. Yes, that's right. That's where my son likes to live. So um, I just want to remind everybody, just in case you would like our services helping you book trips, they do have some incredible offers still going on and some of them are about to end. So I wanna throw that out. The incredible summer awaits the twenty five percent off your room is being offered from June eleventh to August 1st. If you want 25% off your room, you need to book by May 22nd. And if you want 20% off your room, you have to book by August the 1st. And um, I would encourage you to get on that quickly. And remember that we can give you a quote for free. There's one other offer. Yeah, our services are entirely free, by the way. Right. You know, and we're, we're going to give you our, our expertise in planning your next Disney vacation. So, you know, we, like I said, we really enjoy doing this for families. They're very, very good you brought that up because those sales will be ending before you know it. Right. So and then the other one is the fun-filled family vacation. Um, a family of four includes four-night stay at a standard room at an all-store resort uh, and a four-day Magic Your Way base. That's not. Um, Park Hopper, you could probably add that, is as low as $2,123. Now, keep in mind, they're probably thinking two adults and two children. And at Disney, children uh, become adults at 10. You, so, know, you know what we just did here? What's that? Our very first commercial. I wasn't even <laughs> trying to do a commercial. I just want... I noticed that the dates were coming up soon. And so... I thought we better throw that out there. Did I talk about the new research project Disney's been working on when they're with the storyboard concept with virtual reality? I think I, I mentioned that last week. Possibly you touched on it, but I don't remember a big long story. So when I was a kid, the one thing I wanted to do really, really bad 
had was work for Disney, but storyboard. You know, like when you're trying to develop the plot of the story, what it would look like for someone you're pitching it to. Well, now they're able to develop that, but with virtual reality. So you put these thing goggles on and you're within the environment that the cartoon is taking, right. the animated film is taking place in. Disney's working on that technology, by the way. So that those glasses that Sandy has down in the learning commons, we could put some Disney stuff in there. Yeah, and actually but be like in. probably 3,000 times more expensive. So she's expensive. not going to have those. Okay, gotcha. Right. Really neat to be able, if you're that guy that an animation film is being pitched to you, right? Maybe you're some high exec right. working on the next up and coming animation film and you put those sweet goggles on and you're immersed into the story of the of the animated film. That would be pretty just cool. Just the story concept of it, the storyboard, really, really neat. So, yeah. man, technology is just insane. And then furthermore, there's a guy saying on the radio, some scientist over in the UK, I think he's from the UK, saying that you'll be able to read people's minds by 2038 where they're developing the technology to integrate the internet in your brain. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Like I don't how... want to know what people are thinking sometimes. But I don't know how you'd be able to know what the person's thinking. Maybe you could download information. But like your processing speed, how you to upgrade the processing speed in your brain. That's what I thought of right away. Mike, that's for me, that'd be one slow internet. We're taking, we're talking about <laughs> dial up speed where, you know, the whole. Right. Anyway, so. Here. Yeah, I was like, but that wouldn't change individual processing speed on everyone. It would take me forever to download information from the internet. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> You would not want to put that chip in my brain. Well, your It'd be brain so would be slow, going, the doc would, the no, doc would be like, let's get it out of there. It's not slow. It's just that your brain would be boop, boop, here, No, here, I really think them. mine would take forever to oh, download, right? That's hilarious. And the doc would probably want to take the chip right back out because it's useless. You know, I'm not using its full potential. That's hilarious. Anyway. So another announcement this week about Toy Story Land is besides Wood and Bu- Woody and Buzz that they've always had. Yes. Br- Toy Story Midway Mania. Thank you for bringing this up because I forgot already and you just brought it up. Go ahead. They're going to have Jesse as well, which I've always thought. Now, I'm throwing this out there. I would like them to bring Bullseye as well. But I realize that would take two people. Like if Woody came riding on Bullseye? Well, he doesn't have to be riding on him. How awesome would that be? Well, that would be awesome. They could do a costume like that, though. They could just make that horse and he can climb inside of him. Sort of like what Universal does with Jurassic World with the dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Like a robot. You could have him moving. I mean, it would cost way too much money. But well, but do you know when we went to Dixie Stampede, I know in your favorite place, but I, when we went yeah, there. I just went. I know, but listen, the guy. Talking about Branson. Came out on a horse. Remember? They all come out on horses. Okay. This was a pretend horse, though. Two of the legs were his and two of the legs were pretend the horse. They could totally do that. Have Woody inside. You know what I'm saying? Oh, got it. Woody could be two of the legs. No, I understand. Okay. Right, right. No, no, I hear what you're saying. I just think it would be fun. I realize so these I characters be able to are going to be outside yes. the entrance of the new Toy Story Land. We've all seen pictures of the Toy Story Land and it bottlenecks right there, yes, right? Yes, it does. It's, so when I first saw the pictures, I even thought to myself, man, how are they, how's everyone that's going to get in there and get out? If that's the only entrance and exit to that place, they're going to have so many people getting through there. Furthermore, if you're going to place characters there, you know how long of a line you're going to have right there and it's going to back everything up? Yes. Like it's going to be one congested area. I really hope it's opened all over the place. Don't you where, think that they'll have an exit? You know how like I'm Phantasmic, you go in one but way I hope it's come not, out a different Yeah, way? but I hope it's not just one or two. Right. I hope like, like, like Disney World, they're at in the Magic Kingdom, to get to the lands, you have multiple approaches to get into the lands, right? Okay. There's like three or four different ways you can get in and out. I hope it's the same concept over there at Hollywood Studios with Toy Story Land, where you have multiple entrances and exits. You know, know. to keep that flow going. No, I know you're right. I just don't know if they thought that through. So it's not super packed in the front of, you know, Toy Story Land versus the backside, and people that want to get out can get out, and vice versa. So Indiana Jones 5 is going to begin filming 
in April 2019. Crazy, right? That Harrison Ford's going to do another indie? For real? You're speechless. Yes, I am because yeah. he, I mean, he's not old, but he's older. <laughs> and hasn't aged a bit. No, oh, he has. I was going to say. In Star he Wars. He had some Botox. In Star Wars, he, he, he Star Wars, that I just said. Um, now you're from Georgia. Yeah, right. Uh, you know Charlie Sheen and how he has his bug eyes going on? You know yes. what I'm talking about? Yes. You know exactly. Listeners, you know what I'm talking about? Charlie Sheen and his bug eyes? Right. Harrison Ford has got them now. Have you noticed that? Is that something you get when you get older? I don't know. Or your eyes just start bugging out all over the place? Like, I see that in Harrison Ford. I saw it a lot. In I need the to last, look it up. In The Force Awakens. Ooh. You can just tell, like, some of his characteristics and demeanor. He's getting old. But uh, when he portrays Indiana Jones, though, the man is for real. He's serious. The Crystal Skull. Did you see that one? It's the Crystal same. Skull. No. It was the last one that came out, which the the new one that's coming out, it's going to be the same director, which okay. a lot of people are boohooing over that because a lot of people that are indie fanatics didn't like the Crystal Skull. I'm indifferent. I, I really don't care. But uh, I just can't wait for this to come out because, man, I'm reliving my childhood all over again. Walt Disney has also added, next story, by the way, new Orange Bird merchandise. And they're going to have plushies and hats. I really want this hat. Check out this it's hat. It's got the orange on it. It says, I love Dole Whip, right? Oh, I saw that last week. Oh, that's Is awesome. Is it a trucker hat? I need to get that hat now. Like, now. Can't you get it on the Parks app? I'm going to look. Oh, okay. Matter of fact, look, look it up for me. Do you have the Parks app Yeah, up? I have the Parks app. Then order it for me. Thanks. All right. Order it for you. That's your late birthday <laughs> present. There you go. Um, Let's see here. Disney's Wilderness Lodge is to open reunion stations for DVC members, or excuse me, station, for DVC members on April 30th. A new membership extra is going to be soon available and eligible for DVC members only. It's called the Reunion Station, and it is a new gathering space being constructed near the the edge of Bay Lake at Disney's Wilderness Lodge as part of a membership uh, magic. Now, this new location, listeners, and Vic, it's going to be, you're going to have, this new location, going to have three things going on. Disney Vacation Club beverage and testing series. You're going to have uh, phone photography, and you're going to have animation one-on-one, and all these are different little events that you can, that you can partake in, but it's going to cost you money. They're all different workshops, and the cost of each workshop is going to be $40 a person. Now, you tell me, is this really a perk for DVC members if they're building this for you, but you have to pay for it? They always have to sugarcoat it and make it sound like it's a good deal. Right. No, I know that. But man, if I'm a DVC member and if we have DVC members uh, listening to the show, text us 407-674-0414. Email us mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If I'm paying all that money and I'm buying real estate for DVC and I'm in a binding contract, here's my, this is just me, people. Don't expect me to pay for any extras. If you're going to call it a perk and I got to pay for it, it's not a perk. Give me a perk for free. I would rather... I'd rather them put their time, energy, and investment in giving me discounts, not an extra station where I have to pay money to go do certain workshops. Or if you're going to do that, give it to your DVC members free. Make them actually feel part of something grand. Make the DVC members feel like they're actually in a cool club, you know? I mean, that's what it's all about anyway, right? Getting those points, staying at your favorite places, and being part of a, of a social group or a club. Make them feel part of it. Yeah, this just I, really has me shaking my head. I mean, I think I feel like that that's the same way with any vacation package because they're always trying to sell you something more. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you talked to the Hans lately, but uh, they purchased more on their blue-green package because they were told that they could use it at Disney. But what they didn't tell them is that's only if somebody at Disney wants to trade for blue-green points. And they did the same thing to my parents, except for that when they sold the package, they just told them they would be able to go to the Grand Floridian. Well, guess what? Only six people fit in that room, and it takes your entire year's points for the Grand Floridian. Well, they sold them the more points 
points telling them they'd be able to stay on Disney property. But what they didn't tell him is some DVC member want, has to want to trade with them for one of the blue You could find it. I think you could find a DVC member. He's, It'd be hard to find it. That's what he's You'd saying. you have to go through a broker. Well, he's saying one person wants to trade. Aren't there going to be tons of blue-green people that are going to want to be trading too? Right. So they pretty much lied. Did they you, made it sound like that he was going to get a good deal. So oh, I, I hit the mic. I think bad. you always do, or salespeople always try to spin it so oh, it sure. sounds good, the best for them. This Orangeburg merchandise, by the way, is not only going to be plushies and hats, but we're talking dresses, pins, t-shirts. Well, I think you need the dress. The dress does look amazing, by the way. I'm looking for your hat still. Sorry. I'm still searching. I was I was doing it while you were talking. If you're an pass holder, though, you can pick up an exclusive Orangebird mug at uh, Port of Entry uh, or other locations at Epcot. If not, you know you're now, friends with Tracy. You could just say, hey, Tracy, could you pick me up that orange hat and I'll pay you for you when you get back. Tracy. Our secretary. She's at Disney right now. Oh, you're right. I don't have her number, though. I, I could hook you up. All right. It's called the Citrus Swirl Hat. By the way, James, that listens to our show in Orlando, uh-huh. he uh, was telling us about Dole Whips that, uh, you know, they sell on Amazon, the Dole Whip stuff that we've had before right, from Amazon. Right. So we've mm-hmm. had that before. But they actually have frozen, like, soft serve machines. So, you know, buy, you buy, one, for of, your house? buy one of those, buy the frozen Dole Whip stuff, make your own Dole Whips. There Just you go. saying. No problem. We got to find that hat. It's worth it. So, uh, Disneyland just uh, released this week that Red Rocket's Pizza Port will now be Pizza Planet from the store, Toy Story. So, they're going to get their Pizza Planet, Nick. I know that's going to make you really happy because you were hoping we would have a Pizza Planet. So, they're going to have their Pizza Planet at their new Toy Story area. Also, the electric umbrella at Epcot has it has two new offerings, or a few new offerings this week. The Mojo Pulled Pork Burger. So, they're going to have pulled pork on a burger, which is becoming a really big thing because somebody had that this weekend where we were in Kirksville. A brisket sandwich, a vegetable, quinoa salad, and a pina colada they added to their regular menu. They used to be just known for pizza and hot dogs and hamburgers. So they'll still have their regular options of pizza, burgers, and chicken nuggets, hot dogs, but you can also get these more exotic foods for people that are more daring. It's cheaper at shopdisney.com, by the way. Yeah, 21 bucks. Okay. I'm getting this. Keep talking. Hook you up. So, and then also Gaston's Tavern has increased their menu and they are going to have two new sandwiches. Um, And I was, oh, I was going to, because it was a play on words. It said that they're roughly as large as a barge. Isn't that the song? I don't know. I'm uh, ordering my hat right now. Okay. Sorry. There's another one that says I live in Fantasyland. That's kind of cool. I, I know. I wanted to get that one for Brad. He won't wear a hat though. So here's one of the sandwiches, ham, brie, and grain mustard. And the other sandwich will be turkey, Swiss, and cranberry aioli. I think that's how you say it. And they come with chips and a bag of Baby Bell cheese, which I'm not sure why they think that that's necessary. But you can also get the Lafuse Brew Souvenir Cup at Gaston's Cavern. Right. I've had one of those. What are we talking about? Why are we there? I'm sorry. Because they are now offering two sandwiches because I guess people were saying they wish they had other foods besides just the cinnamon roll. Totally agreed. Like, totally. So they have two sandwiches to pick from. Ham and brie with green mustard and turkey Swiss with cranberry aioli spread. Which I think that all that is is like a cranberry jelly that they put on it. That's what aioli is. And then it comes with a bag of Baby Bell. I'm not sure why you get an entire bag of Baby Bell cheeses. But they want you to feel like you have something of your own. And that is all the news I have for this week. All right, Vixter. Why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. 
March 27th, 1989, the Walt Disney World Casting Center building opens in Florida, the official center for employment and recruiting for the Walt Disney World Resort. The building is located across from downtown Disney Complex and has been designed by the architect Richard Stern. March 28, 2001, the Sorcerer's Hat, sorry Chrissy, had to do it, debuts (laughs) at Disney's MGM Studios, which now to us is known as Hollywood Studios. It is the icon replacing the Earful Tower in front of the Great Movie Ride, and the structure was inspired by the Sorcerer's Apprentice segment of the Walt Disney animated film Fantasia from 1940 and that was just removed in I believe 2012. I could be wrong. It might be 2013. March 29th 1954. The ABC Paramount Board approves a deal with Walt Disney. In exchange for Walt Disney's commitment to produce a weekly television series ABC Paramount will contribute 500000 to Disneyland guarantee $4.5 million in loans and become a 34% owner in Disneyland Inc. The actual contract wouldn't be signed until April the 2nd. It was presented on March the 29th, 1954, but signed on April 2nd, 1954. March 30th, 1957. Feel free to comment anytime. Oh, yeah, sure thing. I'm trying to pay Purchase your hat, PayPal I know. for my such a swirl hat. Members of the Santa Fe Railway Company visited Disneyland. So Walt himself hosted Bob Waller, a Santa Fe attorney, Hank O'Leary, a special representative of the Public Relations Department of Santa Fe, James Reinhold, the assistant president of Santa Fe, and Ralph Thomas, manager of communications for the Santa Fe. Back in 1953, the Walt Disney Company had solicited major railroads for corporate sponsorship of the attraction. Look at this, Vicky. I'm, I'm hitting pay now. Now he's going to have his hat to wear That's going to look great with my Dooney and Burke magic band. Did you get your Dooney Burke one? No. Oh, okay. So anyways... Um, um, if you've not been to Marceline like we have, the Santa Fe Railway is the, the one that runs through Marceline and the one that uh, Colin was so enamored with the first time we were there because we didn't realize he had never seen a real train. That was pretty cool. So they met with Walt and talked about this train and how it was going to work within Disneyland in 1957. March 31st, 1989, the world's largest twist party took place. 2,240. Yeah, that's just creepy. That's just a lawsuit waiting to happen. What, why? Like Twister? Like you, the game Twister? No, no, no. Oh, they did the twist. Come on, baby. Oh, God, I'm thinking twister. Let's do okay, the twist. my brain. Go yeah, ahead. That one. Yeah. So, Chubby Checker was on property at Disneyland. Who? Chubby Checker. That's who Chubby sings. Chubby Checker. Oh, my goodness. No, I'm not thinking like, that. What? I just had this envision of, like, the He's Goonies. He's a larger that dude man. from the Goonies. You know, He's a larger whole... man. Okay. Yes, he okay. was a larger man. Um, but he said. was there for their Blast to the Past celebration in Disneyland. And so they had 2,248 people that twisted together to while he sang his song. Okay, moving on. Yeah. April 1st, 2015. Disney World celebrates the opening of Disney's Polynesian Villas and Bungalows, the newest addition to the expanding Disney Vacation Club portfolio. It's located at Seven Seas, and as we... We all know and assume that's where our alligator friends started getting fed. and maybe- Right there, yeah. Seven Seas Lagoon, Bay Lake, it's all connected. Equates to alligator families and nests all over the place. Right, so April 2nd, 2007, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor at Disney World Attraction opens. So why were we talking about alligators again? I, I just brought that up because you that was your theory that people were feeding off the bungalows. Oh, got it. Sorry, I was staring at Was it my, your theory or was, was it Heidi's theory? I was staring at my new citrus swirl hat that I just ordered. You're a hot mess. That's all I'm saying. So, orange bird trucker hat for adults, it says. Oh, Joey yep. needs a trucker hat. $21.99. <laughs> April 2nd, 2007. Too bad they're not getting me some fees from this is when the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor opened. Oh, I got a 1% credit on my Diz card because I use that. So Awesome. That equates to just pennies. April 3. April 3. <laughs> you totally distracted me now. Sorry. April 3rd, 1953. Walt Disney signs a contract that will change the face of entertainment for all time. <gasps> 
The two-page document gives Walt Disney Incorporated the right and license to use Disney's name for all commercial purposes. By signing this document, Walt would make possible the Disneyland theme park and later such TV series as Walt Disney Presents and The Wonderful World of Disney, which explains why my mom always loved The Wonderful World of Walt Disney. It was created when she was one, so she was around from pretty much the beginning of it. And that's all the history for this week. Well, thanks a lot, Vic. Thanks again, listener. What's up? We'll be back by April 4th. Yeah, so what's coming up next? On Friday, we're going to be discussing favorite Disney characters, or is it going to be the comparison of talking about Carousel Progress? we're going to do, well, we could do that, or we could do March Madness Movie movie Bracket. A whole episode on that? It's pretty intriguing, and we're going to interview you to get your stake. So it can either be Friday or Monday, your choice. And you're also doing a Disney character one, right? Well, I thought I'd hold off because I think Christy wanted to be a part of that one. Hmm... Let's do the March Madness. Okay. On Friday. Okay. All right. We'll solidify that one. All right. So listeners coming up on Friday, March Madness. Movie bracket. March movie madness bracket. Okay. It's Disney and Disney. It's Disney. I just combined a new movie. Is it just movies or Disney and Pixar movies? So animation and movies? Yes. Animated and full length. Okay. All right. Thanks again for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Don't forget to check out our friends at virtualmickey.com and our friends over over at waltexpress.com. Vixter, I think it's about that time till Friday. Peace. And love. Have Have a a magical magical day, day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. At mousecapadespodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.